This episode of the Rags to Riches Textile Upcycling Podcast is brought to you by The Unruffled. The Unruffled is a vibrant and feminine collection of slow-made garments and accessories handmade with love by Sandra Primo. Sandra is based in Austin, Texas, and every item she makes is thoughtfully constructed from finely sourced, reused textiles, favoring silks and lace and crochet. Bespoke, one of one, encouraging an infinite circle of recovery. Step into the world of The Unruffled at www.theunruffled.com. And visit the show notes page for this episode at rags to riches textile upcycling podcast.com for links and more information. Hey, my name is Crispina French, and promoting creative textile reuse is my jam. I'm an OG textile alchemist, worked my way through art school making ragamuffins from thrift store sweaters way back in the 1980s. That college side hustle grew into a full-fledged business, and here I am today to show you how to do it too. Stick around for all the things helping to navigate both the chaotic and dreamy chapters of building your profitable textile upcycling business. We'll talk material sourcing, business savvy, product development, marketing, and self-care. Gloss over the hard parts? Not here. Experience, lessons, and know-how. Deep dive into the struggles, wins, and rewards of running your sustainable textile upcycling business. Think of this as your favorite craft class mixed with environmental business school. Are you ready to be inspired, energized, and supported? This is the Rags to Riches Textile Upcycling Podcast. Hey, 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 welcome to the Rags to Riches Textile Upcycling Podcast, where you'll be inspired by creative textile reuse, recycling, and upcycling. No prior knowledge or experience necessary. I'm your host, Crispina French, from the Stitcherhood Recycling Society. And today, in episode numero uno, I'm sharing all the nitty-gritty and magic about an event I host every once in a while called A Stitch Along with Crispina. We're going to cover the story of how the very first Stitch Along came about, behind-the-scenes workings, the infinite circle of wins created by each Stitch Along event, and how you can participate. This is the story of A Stitch Along with Crispina. Are you ready? I'm ready. The day my kids came home from school and told me that they had two weeks off because the coronavirus pandemic was coming to town was the very same day that my scrap box challenge boxes were landing on front porches across the world. It was March 13th, 2020. Perfect timing by all accounts. The group of 60 scrap box challenge participants navigated those anxious first months of lockdown together. We connected each week via Zoom for 12 weeks, stitching, leaning into community, and having a consistent, creative, and fun human connection while the rest of the world was spiraling into lonely isolation. As the culmination of the scrap box challenge neared, it was clear that we were nowhere near the end of the pandemic that had turned the world upside down. I heeded a strong call for continued connection, knowing full well that I needed that just as much as anyone else. 
And like with most new things that come about around here, I had an idea and it only came about with a whole lot of community trust, embracing the unknown and harnessing creative ingenuity. Clearly, I needed to bring people together in a safe space to share support and feel supported. And the project needed to include manageable creative expression that was not overwhelming or stressful, not too tricky and not too much of a time commitment, but fun, rewarding, and meaningful. It needed to be affordable and accessible to all hand sewers, regardless of skill set. I was thinking about the community that had come together for the pandemic kickoff scrap box challenge and offering them a way to continue their connection. I was hoping to assist people locked down in dangerous home settings, a place where I had been years earlier, minus the lockdown. I was conjuring ways to connect people with compassion, care, and fun to raise funds to help our most vulnerable. But how? Sewing, obviously. Ancient, useful, calming, rewarding, accessible, connecting, and simple. Hand sewing. Not a lot of tools or prior experience necessary. And in collaboration, working toward a common goal with a group is healing. It's welcoming and creates a space of connection and support. Taking that a step further to tangible warmth, the idea of a quilt or blanket came to mind. I was thinking about the community of quilting, specifically quilting in the G's Bend tradition, one that I had read about, studied, honored, and reveled. Women and girls working together to create quilts using what they had and enjoying the connection of community, of singing, creating, teaching, learning, working, and having fun together. Now, I am not a quilter, but the quilting process of shared work resulting in an outcome much greater than the sum of its parts just delights me. If you know me, you know that my work is primitive, raw edges exposed, stitched over and celebrated, simple yet embellished, made by hand with reused materials, paying attention to detail and quality, made to last a couple of generations, and, well, did I say primitive? I work with wools and knits, a mashup of vintage treasures, revived wool sweaters, and no longer useful blankets from the bottom of grandma's cedar chest. Now, I'm not usually an edge folder underer type of stitcher, and I love to teach. As a matter of fact, I can teach anyone to sew, whether or not you have ever threaded a needle. So I set to work in the way that I knew how. I cut squares from a stash of raggedy donated wool blankets that I fluffed and fold, creating a luxurious squishy texture. I stitched an applique. I embellished and embroidered and came up with a few designs for a replicable blanket square. While playing in my design process, I realized that it would be fitting that a collaborative blanket be made and then sold to raise money to support a shelter for survivors of domestic violence. My local organization supporting those survivors, called the Elizabeth Freeman Center in Pittsfield, Massachusetts, was delighted, albeit slightly confused by the idea, when they were chosen as a beneficiary for the very first Stitch Along with Crispina. People from across the world ordered kits to create, learn, teach, and connect while working toward a shared goal. Sisters separated by distance and pandemic mothers and daughters, friends from a neighborhood, 
loyal customers, new faces, people in solitary isolation, and me, all wallowing around in all the beauty, connection, love, and compassion, and laughs. It was so much fun. A private online group enabled collaborators to meet, share experience, and hijinks, nurturing budding friendships, while behind the scenes, kit compilation was underway in the studio. Carefully curated with upcycled wool ground and embellishments of vintage scraps, including velvets, silks, and embroidery, each kit included everything needed to complete a square other than a pair of scissors. Embroidery floss, pins, needles, all of it. Once kits arrived to all the far-flung locations on our list, stitching commenced during three one-hour-long Zoom classes. Accompanying PDF stitchbook pages taught each embroidery technique and construction in step-by-step -step progression. The classes allowed time to connect and complete the kit. We actually tossed in a fourth Zoom class because no one wanted to see the fun end. As a finishing touch, participants stitched their names and locations on provided labels that were then affixed to the back of their work, documenting their contribution to the collaboration and writing history in the process. 100% of the finished squares were returned to me right on time to be compiled into the most amazing blanket I had ever made. Stitched edge to edge, each component snugged right up to the next continuing the thread of connection initiated in that private Stitch Along chat group. It was really powerful. Professional marketing images were captured, technology was wrestled, and our online auction netted exactly $1,000, all donated to the Elizabeth Freeman Center. Our high bidder was one of the sewers who had actually made a square. Did I say powerful? Oh my goodness. Well, since that very first stitch along, we have learned so much and made some improvements. Rather than using an auction model to raise funds, we do that with $50 donations, each one a chance to own that latest stitch along collaboration. Kits are curated for those who choose to purchase one but are no longer required. As a matter of fact, we encourage participants to use their own materials, reducing the cost for their participation and enriching the finished product with fabric diversity. Here is how our upcoming stitch alongs are slated to unfold. But before I get started, let me just say that first off, we have a stitch along waitlist where anyone interested in joining the next event can add their name and email. When we have a stitch along in the works, we reach out to our email list first. These folks get early access as space is always limited. The very first step in creating a stitch along is to identify a project or organization to support. Projects and organizations that speak to my heart are identified. Well, we are working on adding an application to this part of our process. We narrowed the options to a couple and present the stitch along model to our possible beneficiary. We choose the best match based on their level of interest in collaborating and willingness to promote the stitch along. Beneficiary engagement directly correlates to the success of our fundraising efforts. My heart just sings when a stitch along creates real changing impact for a beneficiary. Oh, I mean, what could be better than that? I mean, using community, creativity, and what some think is trash to change lives. Um, yes, please. The lives of stitch along donors, sewers, our stitcherhood community, our teachers, and of course, our beneficiaries. 
oof, I mean, life is actually just so lovely when we all work together. We actually can make magic happen. Okay, so as we prepare for a stitch along, a selection of squares are designed by the teaching team. Design is inspired by our beneficiary, the season, the fabrics at hand in the studio, and what we think will encourage donations. You know, we design the finished product to be just as awesome and individual as possible with design elements that are replicable, simple enough for beginners, and free enough to allow detailed embellishment for those who want that. When prototypes are ready, they are photographed and posted online where we invite the public to choose their favorite. Online voting opens for about a week in three different places. On our Facebook page, which you can find at facebook.com backslash Crispina French. In Stitcherhood, which is our online community for textile upcyclers. And on Ragtimes, the blog at crispina.eco. You can find links to polling stations in the show notes from this episode. As votes are tallied, the winning design emerges. Our Stitch Along sign-up window opens for anywhere from five to seven days. We post, share, and email the schedule so that you know what to expect. Participants can choose to either purchase a kit and the classes or just the classes using their own materials to create their square. The studio becomes a whirlwind, cutting and compiling, assembly line of kits that are made to fill each order. Baskets of carefully sorted scraps are snipped and clipped into shapes needed. Needles, pins, threads, buttons, beads, and bobbles are all carefully packaged up and sent off. People who opt for the kit-less participation are sent an email with links to our stitch-along square pattern and specifications of suitable color families of fabrics and fabric types, seam allowances, and instruction. While we are madly snipping scissors, packing, printing labels, and shipping kits from the studio, a private chat group in Stitcherhood begins buzzing with behind-the-scenes updates and conversation for our fledgling team of stitch-along sewers. Stitcherhood is my online membership community for creative textile upcyclers. I like to think of us as textile alchemists because honestly, it feels pretty magical to make heirloom quality beauty from what someone left in the trash heap. Once kits have arrived at their destination, it is time to gather and get stitching underway. Three hour-long Zoom sewing circles are held, providing step-by-step -step instruction and enough time to complete squares. Zooms are recorded and posted in the Stitcherhood group for reference. Additionally, instructional stitchbook pages for each stitch we use are provided and can be printed, three-hole punched, and compiled as a reference tool. Squares are completed on deadline and sewers pop them in the mail to be compiled into our finished work. A couple of days later, squares begin to arrive at the studio of the person who will be compiling the finished blanket or quilt and behind the scenes stories, imagery, and process is shared. As the blanket is being constructed, a marketing kit of information to share with each contributor is compiled, making it super easy for them to share their work with their friends, fans, and followers. Blog posts of the process are shared along the way, shining light on the project from every angle. Our sewers are celebrated, our teaching team lauded, the compilation process documented and the donation window opens. Each social media story, post, and share, each blog post, podcast feature, and live stream focused on encouraging donation to the beneficiary 
in exchange for offering a chance to take home the collective creative magic that has turned into a finished coverlet. The donation window is open for about a week after the completion of the blanket and at a celebratory webinar to which all teachers, donors, and sewers are invited. One lucky donor is chosen at random to be the keeper of the community effort with love and connection stitched in. Poof. So if participating in a stitch along sounds like something you totally don't want to miss, head over to crispina.eco backslash stitch hyphen a hyphen long hyphen waitlist, where you can add your email to learn about our next stitch along and be included in our early access offer. If you have a project or organization to pitch to us to consider being a beneficiary, send a note to our contact page at crispina.eco. If you want to support people who do not have the financial means to participate, you can donate to the Crispina Scholarship Fund at crispina.eco backslash scholarship hyphen fund. So what do you think? Do you see the infinite circle of awesome that is the core of a stitch along with Crispina? This is how I see it. Discarded fabric is given a second life and people get to work together toward a common goal. Time is set aside to have fun and contribute. 100% of our proceeds support projects that support textile upcyclers. Textile upcyclers support our home planet. Our home planet gives us life. Life is wrapped in textiles. We find value in what some people think is trash. And back to the top, discarded fabric is given a second life. Okay, so here we are at the end of episode numero uno of the Rags to Riches Textile Upcycling Podcast. What'd you think? If you like what you heard here, please share it with your friends and pop over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. We have a world full of people to change by inspiring them with creative textile reuse. And that is sure a whole lot more fun as part of a posse of awesome people. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rags to Riches Textile Upcycling Podcast. If you want to join the movement of creative adventurers making changes in the way we consume and value textiles, pop over to Rags to Riches Textile Upcycling Podcast.com backslash checklist to get 12 simple tips for lessening your textile load on our home planet. And be sure to visit Stitcherhood the online community for creative textile upcycling entrepreneurs, industry professionals, and hobbyists finding connection, shared experience, and creative hijinks. Find links to all the mentioned sponsors, lists, downloads, and opt-ins over at rags to riches, textile upcycling podcast.com episode number one, the story of a stitch along with Crispina. Today's episode of Rags to Riches podcast is brought to you by the Stitcherhood Recycling Society, my online membership community for creative textile upcycling, recycling, and reuse entrepreneurs. Inspiration, shared experience, tutorials, business savvy, and connection to a whole posse of people who understand the passion and intricacies of running an environmentally kind creative textile upcycling biz. Daily posts, weekly stitch hours, 
Book recommendations, group chats, member profiles, and strong connections is what you can expect when you join Stitcherhood. Head on over to stitcherhood.crispina.eco and sign up for a free seven-day trial to see if my Stitcherhood Recycling Society is a good fit for you and your textile upcycling business.